0: Welcome to our podcast, Women We Love, brought to you by the Davana Law Firm. If you're looking for a personal injury attorney who cares and gets results, visit davanalaw.com. That's D-A-V-A-N-A law.com. And here today with us, the founder of Davana Law, Miriam. Correct. We're celebrating and encouraging
1: the vital role of women in American history.
0: Okay, so Miriam, you launched your own law firm. Yes, I That's did. That's not easy to do. How did you do that?
1: Well, I was part of corporate for a long, long time, for about 14 years. And during that process, I ended up having three kids. And, you know, time is of the essence, and we're always short on time. So one morning I woke up and I said, this is just too much. Corporate really has strict hour requirements, mm-hmm. and you have to show up or or else your spot is taken. And it's harder for women because... I think we have to do everything to the T, right? We have to be good moms at home. We have to be good employees and we like to deliver. We never want to fall short. So one morning I woke up and I said, you know, I think I'm ready to launch my own firm and that way kind of have a better balance between family and work. And that's what happened in 2017.
0: Okay. So corporate life was tough, but isn't launching your own law firm also super challenging and time consuming? And I know you probably, you know, you make your own hours, but that also had to feel good and like a lot of responsibility. So maybe like there's a new balance to find.
1: Accurately stated, yes, it's very difficult. But I think when you are in charge of your own schedule Mm -hmm. and you're in charge of how much work you want to take on versus – what's on your desk every morning in corporate, I think you have a different balance, a different aspect of balance. And I think it's important also to mention one of the real reasons why I launched, yeah, balancing is important, but I think I wanted to be passionate about what I was doing. And corporate felt very inundated with deadlines, deadlines, deadlines. Mm -hmm. Whereas here I get to help people and that's a different form of healing and different form of receiving so I think that's, that's the difference that I feel in
0: shifting from corporate to now having my own practice. So you, Divana Law Firm, why is it named Divana?
1: Well, Divana is a female plant that's very healing. And I thought, hey, it's very, um, very true to my philosophy of what we want to do
2: is we want to heal people. And it just came to me overnight. That's incredible. Yeah. So you, you said you, w- you, you wake up one morning and you say okay i'm i'm done with corporate i'm going to start my own law firm but like you had to have been sitting with that for a while that had to be something kind of brewing in your soul for a long time right so true you nailed it yes i you know i i we came to this country in
1: 1990 from, from a country russia okay. a uh-huh. communist co- country it kind of collapsed 1990 but that's when we came and becoming an attorney was never a true like it was impossible it was the impossible and here we are i became an attorney and my husband supported me through law school and i started working for paramount pictures as an attorney and it was very fulfilling and when you're an immigrant you never really have time to sit and think what you love to do you just do you just mm-hmm. function you never have the time but in those uh, years of practicing law, when I'd go home, I'd constantly think about where, is this where my passion lies? Mm-hmm. Is this what I want to do for the rest of my life? And as I gave myself the time, it came to me that, okay, eventually I want to take this title, I want to take this license and help people. And that's what happened. So over the years of being in corporate, I think I thought about, okay, well, what kind of law am I passionate about? And personal injury came to me because- You really get to empower people at a time where they're at their lowest and you give them the courage to get up
0: and heal. It sounds like it would almost be opposite of the corporate world when you said being a woman in the corporate world, you have to like do everything and overdo everything. But now being a woman and with your own Davana Law Firm, how you want to help people, I imagine that that's even more empowering and no slight to men who do this, but... It's got to be comforting for people who come to you to have a woman um, helping them. Maybe there's just a, a lot more nurture. You're a mother. Yeah. Um, so Definitely. maybe there is a little bit of that skill that also goes mm-hmm. into helping your clients. Like I want to
2: pay you for therapy. I just like your energy. You know? <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. And I
1: don't know where this uh, next sentence is going to come from, I don't know if you've ever heard this, but I find it now being a female is an advantage in my scope, Mm -hmm. in my scope where I practice law. I find that a lot more people are comfortable in opening up, whether they're a male, female, immigrant, you know, females who've been domestically abused. They come into that private safe zone of my office and they'll tell me things that you know, really puts goosebumps on my uh, on my skin. And I think about, well, how did this come about? And I, I think it's because, you know, I let them be. I, I open my doors of let me hear your story. Mm. And they're just willing to share it with me. And when they're injured, more so because they're able to say, yeah, I'm injured, but here's my story. And when I absorb that, I'm able to really uh, kind of plan out their treatment, plan out their case, and then deliver on a timeline that they are willing to wait and be able to be happy with it. Right. Because so so
0: many times, if someone's injured, they get bogged down in all of that. Yes. Um, A lot
1: of emotion, a lot of sensitivity, a lot of trauma that
0: just is triggered with that injury. It's not one thing. It's everything all at once. It's the stuff movies and TV Series are made of, waiting years and years and years to get justice, to get a resolve. And so do you find that you have hired lawyers in your organization who are have like sensibilities like yours?
1: Well, we're a team of 12 uh, up until maybe three months ago. We we're all female. It wasn't intentional. Yeah. It just happened. So, yeah. and um, I think it was uh, a few months ago we hired our first male attorney. Uh-huh. He was just the best qualified. So that's what happened. Yeah. But I just choose people to become part of my team who are just as sensitive as I am, who are able to look me in the eye and share that confidence with me. And then I'm able to take that talent and reciprocate back to my clients because we are really there to give our clients the stamina to survive the injury, the confidence of surviving that injury, you know, however difficult it may be, we're just there to support them through that challenging time. And if that person if that candidate is good enough for my team, then I bring them on. We train them and we're we're a team of twelve right, right now. So
2: where does you, cause there's look, being a being an attorney, there's a duality there. You're nurturing yeah. presence is one thing. <laughs> but then when it flips you gotta be tough. You got so where do you harness <laughs> yeah. that? Where does that come uh, from? It just I know- comes to me,
1: you know, it just comes to me. I'm very nurturing. Even when I uh argue a case, I'm very cordial, I'm very polite. I like to be Just, I like to be an open book and I usually negotiate a case and I say, you've probably never met an attorney like me, but I'm going to tell you what I want. These are my expectations. This is where I'm willing to settle. And they usually listen. And just like here today, you know, I'm Most adjusters get to know me. They probably know, uh, everybody probably already knows I have three kids. I tell them what I had for breakfast this morning. (laughs) And then we just kind of become friends. And they they feel the human in me. And Um, they are then able to listen to my client's mm -hmm. story. And I tell them a story. It's not just, hey, this is what I want. I don't go straight to the money. I talk about my client, who they are as a person, what this injury has uh, done to their life, and and what they've suffered. And they listen.
0: Because it's not just one person getting injured. It's Mm-mm. a, it's a, it's your mother, your brother, your it's the whole mm-hmm. family. It's, yeah. it's also the workplace. It's Absolutely. it's like a domino effect.
1: Mm-hmm. And I always I don't I, this, you have to have a story. To be able to hear a story, it's yes. kind of reading a book. When you get to that chapter that is so familiar, you you grip that book tighter and you want to finish that chapter. It's because you you, you resonate with us. So you, yeah. it's similar to what you've been through, and I think injured clients similarly when i hear this story they know that i've i've probably walked their path a little bit so they
0: feel that energy yeah for sure wow so how's this guy doing with it with the- he with- loves it he loves it oh my god are you kidding me or he loves it yeah that's awesome mm-hmm. and you're trilingual I'm trilingual. So English, Russian, and Armenian.
1: Yes. And you know, we have a large community, a large Russian community here. We also have a large Armenian community. And it helps me kind of break the stereotypes. A lot of times I'll get, for example, s- simple yeah. example, I'll get an Armenian female client come in, and they're just afraid of telling me the story. And I tell oh. them, why are you afraid? And they're just not used to be heard. Oh, they're, they're, they feel like they're taking up my time. And I said, my job is to give you my time. My job is to hear your story. And they're just not used to that kind of attention or they're just, All these stereotypes have, you know, ingrained fear in them, and I I'm able to peel them slowly Mm -hmm. and kind of nurture them, and then they'll open up and say, yeah, well, because of this injury, now I can't, you know, take care of my children, I can't take care of my elderly parents, and that's where I'm
2: able to gather the story. What was your home like life in Russia? Like, I'm wondering because you just your demeanor is just so perfect for this like oh, what what led you to confidence. this how did you form you know, a of lot this?
1: of hardship honestly a lot of hardship yeah. uh yeah and i i don't mind sharing but three years ago today i lost my brother tragically and mm-hmm. he's very young but I, it, all these hardships as hard as it is to believe all these hardships teach you to be more patient and more present and i think a lot of people think oh i have it easy but in reality it's a lot of Grief and a lot of grounding that we I had to learn to do to be able to give you this confidence or this calmness. So life in Russia was challenging yeah. because you didn't know what's tomorrow, yeah. and you didn't know whether there is tomorrow because there's always this external fear. But coming here, coming to this country of you know you can achieve your dream, and I'm I'm a perfect example of that. If you work hard, you certainly can achieve your dream. And even when I was going to law school, people said, hey, you're never going to make it. English is not your first language. It, you know, you don't have this financial stability. You don't have parents who are attorneys or know anything about being an attorney. And I just took that leap. And here I am practicing and I have my own firm.
0: They, they say the California bar is the toughest one. Is that yeah. true? It, it really yeah. is.
1: But I, you know, people were like, you're never going to pass it the yeah. first time. I said, well, I'm just going to put my best foot forward. And that's exactly what happened. I studied hard and kept my nerves down, and mm-hmm. I passed the first time, and mm-hmm. it was fine.
0: People like to always share, I find, the horror stories, the worst that could happen, yeah. like giving childbirth, oh, this yeah. happened to yeah. me, yeah. or yeah. my friend mm-hmm. did that, and then the umbilical cord was wrapped around the. <laughs> and they're telling it, I'm like, wait a minute, I'm about to give birth. Like, let me just give birth my way. way. Why right. are they
1: doing that? It's, I think it's uh, subconsciously they're giving their own fear onto you, Okay, and you have to be... Uh, aware enough to say, that's your fear. Right. I'm not going to take that on. Mm-hmm.
0: So you probably have to do this every day with every your clients. Day. Every, every day. Every
1: day. Because, you know, they might
0: have pain that
1: is really a fear. It's not a true pain. Yes. But they, they're they sensing it. So yes. when they're yeah. putting it out there, yeah. you have to be very careful not to take that in. Yeah. yeah. Devana
0: Law Firm. That's incredible. Miriam Corrigan. Yeah.
2: Do you have any... You know, when you just meet someone and they say, give me like a good story of of someone that you, you know, that stands out to you, maybe a favorite or a new, a recent one. feel good. Yeah, feel good story that you really, you went to sleep that night feeling better than you did when you woke up because you know that you helped that person change their life?
1: Uh, We had a client who had been rejected by three other attorneys uh, and they they were told, you know, you don't have a case, just go home and just deal with it, right? You do not have a case. And he had this amazing fiance who didn't give up. She just went on Google, looked me up, read my story, called me and they just came in i looked at their you know at their injury at their case i took on the case and the most amazing story we settled for the entire policy limit it was a large policy limit and it happened within uh, 8 months oh wow and when they came in when i had to deliver the check they were both crying mm. because they just couldn't believe that it it happened because they had been rejected three other times by Serious attorneys who said, you don't have a case. And they asked me, well, how did you get it done? And I really said, because I heard your story. I paid attention to how the injury truly happened. I documented within my file. And I was able to relay that to the other party. And they understood. And they were willing to. There was no fighting. They were like, we're so sorry this happened. Here's the entire policy. We wish we had more.
0: Wow, you changed their life. I have a question for you. At what age do you
2: remember knowing I need to be a lawyer? I need to help people?
1: I couldn't even tell you. I'm just very, uh, I'm by nature very friendly, very personable. I like people. I like to talk a lot. My mom, my mom this morning said, Miriam, when you go, let Ellen talk more than oh, you. I said, no, mom, that's not going to happen. This is not about me.
0: It's about you, Miriam. This is about Devana Law. This is about you being badass and doing this and helping people. This is all about you. So don't be shy.
1: I, so I don't really have an age to tell you, but it was, it was more of the dream of living the impo- doing the impossible right. so for me growing up this was impossible and here we are in this studio you know having a chat pinching yourself yes
0: yes <laughs> so, so what awesome. would you say to to other women who are stuck they're stuck like you felt in the corporate world you've got your i imagine there must have been a tipping point You don't have to tell us what it is, but I imagine like if I'm just imagining you have three kids and there was something very important happening with one or all of them and you need to be there. And then you got crap because you couldn't make it that day or you were late or you had something else going on. And then you said, that's it. Am I close?
1: (laughs) Very close. There's so much to be said about that. But I, after having my first child, Emily, who's now 14, you know, I, I went back to work when she was 21 days old. That's crazy. Yeah. Why did I do that? Nobody really forced me to do that. I could blame it on corporate, but it was me putting that pressure on to myself, thinking, I got to perform, I got to function. That was just the environment that was created for me. Mm-hmm. I didn't make the same mistake with my second born and third born, but I was just very driven because, again, it was the immigrant mentality. Mm-hmm. But the tipping point, you know, there were so many. Yeah. If they know, stacked up. They stacked up. There's just too many. Mm -hmm. At some point, I felt like a robot, and I didn't want to feel that way. I wanted to be human again. Yeah. I was craving the human emotion.
0: Yeah. Wake up happy.
1: Wake up happy. Wake up wanting to go to work. You know, knowing your cases inside out, knowing your clients inside out. That's just such a dream, and I'm living it.
0: Wow. That is just so beautiful and inspirational. Yeah. Yeah and you give back a lot too we know that we know that you that you take what you your success that you've achieved and continue to achieve and you like to not only help your clients but you're also a charitable person as well
1: well we try to do i think for those women that are listening or who are stuck or i think you surround yourself by good people who who love you for who you are who are there to support you I could not have done this alone. Like I have a very supportive husband. He he got me through law school. He motivated me even at times where I thought there's no way I could launch my own firm. He was like, "Don't worry, I got you. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're in it together." My biggest fear was, "Where are my clients going to come from?" I I don't have a single client that I know that's injured. How am I going to even? go about it. And, you know, people will come in and support you where you did not even know it existed. They'll support you without you counting on them. And then there are people who you counted on will fall flat. So it just, you got to take that leap and magic will happen. So I think, I think it's important to keep that mindset going. And for those who are stuck, I think just follow your intuition, follow your gut and the rest will just, Unfold itself,
0: Miriam. You just gave me total goosebumps because the common thing that we find with all the women we love, super successful women like yourself, is just do it, and then it will happen. Mm -hmm. Just do it. Follow your heart. Follow your dream. And it sounds so like you know easy to say, right? Because you have you are successful. You you are changing the world. You are helping people. But um, for those who haven't made the leap yet Mm -hmm. this is what we're hearing from every one of the women that are on women we love and now you are you are our our partner in in this you know even when we started women we love we thought you know it was for international women's month in march yeah and then we started meeting so many amazing women like yourself that we kept going and then when you came along and said, "Hey, let's go. Let's partner, Devanna Law Firm, and and women we love. We were like, wait, really? Now we have a partner. We have someone, you know, like you who who believes in in what we're doing, and you're 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 helping people even just by being on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I
1: try to bring in as many people near me. Like over the summer, it was really hard, but I made sure we have at least three interns." female interns yeah. so that they can watch what's happening on the ground. And even if we can motivate one of them, then I've done some push towards the right direction because it's in seeing that we're able to get inspired. I wish I had more examples. I wouldn't have waited until I was forty to launch my own firm. I would have done it sooner because I would have had an example. And that's the thing. I and now, you know, now I've come a full cycle. Yeah. I, yeah. I've heard you for forever, as mm-hmm. long as I could remember, and you were an inspiration in your own way because you would wake up every morning and be there for me when I had oh. a long commute, and that's that's commitment, that's dedication, that's hard work.
0: Wow, thank you, Mary. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I didn't I'm expect to cry. Too. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh. Oh. Miriam Corrigian, yeah, wow. Devana Law Firm. Wow! Thank you. You're definitely a woman we love, and we're just so honored to to have you in our world. So thank you. Thank thanks you thanks so for all much. you
1: do. Thank you so much for having me.